Okay, we have uh, the Mikhtam Elio, which was uploaded, if you're listening online, which we hope to get to today, at least start today. But first we have a number of psukim that we have to see. Let's go back to Perikid Zion, Pasuk Dalid. Pasuk Dalid and Hey, we saw already, just to get the context, the money that was stolen after hearing the Klolos, Micha decided to give back and it was a lot of money the Hemshech of the Misa get the impression I can't prove it and this is not independently audited by the local CPA who is no doubt some neighbor how much money did they have in general were they wealthy were they poor middle class most people were barely making it Bechlal he has a very generous offer unfortunately coming to this Ben Levy who walks in nice pay room and board, the works. And this is after they took the money, and Pussy's going to make clear, she donated to, promised to donate, will donate to this Avodah of her liking, tragically. And she spends all the money either taking the coins and smelting them and whatever was the differential, Pussy's going to say, she's going to pay the artisan doesn't sound like from this stash there's anything left because when it was returned she had already, she didn't spell this out had decided in her mind that if it comes back she's going to be I don't want to use the word maktish because that's sacrilegious uh, but she's going to consecrate it that's the word so that you, uh, you chose last week so I was hesitant to use that word also because that's too holy but I guess we have nothing else so uh, she uh, she puzzled them, that's for sure. And there's nothing left over here, and yet he seems to have money to pay. So you'll say, well, maybe he made a lot of money off of the hotel. The only schus he has, we didn't get to this Gemara inside yet, is the Gemara in Chalik, and it has to be explained. But the only schus, if you call it a schus, it ends up being a chetia machtis arabim. But right now, the only schus he has is he has a free hotel for all the people who we discussed last week didn't have any supplies or had supplies and ate it or it rotted. And they're traveling and there's no place to stop and there's no free food and often there's no food at all. And he's feeding a lot of people. That's how this Ben Levy is going to get here. So it doesn't sound like he's making money off of that. It sounds like he was spending money. That's another raya that there was some money besides this stash. And that's important over here because... Extra money can be a tremendous bracha if it's used for its tzedakah, which he sort of did over here and on the side. But extra money can also be used to fund an operation that was totally illegal and tremendously damaging, which he's also going to use. So would have been better, all things considered. And remind me, in a couple of weeks, we'll go back to where the Gemara talks about this chus and what it did. Did it get into Alam Haba? Did it keep him out of Gehenim? Probably not, because Lamaisa, he was not only an Ovid of Razara, he becomes the Chaitia Machtiest Esarabim par excellence, and Nebuch, the money was used in the wrong direction. But the Bracha was there, it could have been Chal. Micha is a person who's been around a long time. We have yet to see the Makaris, what the Shittas are, how long, but very long. Either very long or very, very long. And it's just sad when resources are misused, as we began to discuss yesterday. 
So Pasuk Dalad Vayeshev as a Kesalima Vatikah Ima Masaim Kesev Tenailatsarif. So she breaks it up, just takes the amount of two hundred to pay the fellow. She wants somebody good. But better had he not been so good. Be better if he steals it again. Um, people uh, asked me after the shear why he gave it back if at this point he's still from. That gets into the Rachelimenu Lovon issue, which is complicated. Can you steal somebody's Avarazaras and Trofim to keep them away from it? She cared about her father and he was misusing them because their etzim creation is also, and you have to get rid of them. And he had Avarazar and he was an Avarazar and he was a Machashiv. So she figured she'd steal it. One Shita, if you remember, one prominent Shita holds that the Klala was Chal because she did the wrong thing. Remember in the Kibbutz of Aim? So again, we discussed it. Why is that? She's Matsaira her father, but she's trying to help him. So you take away a gun from somebody, you can do damage to himself and to others. You Matsaira him, he's screaming and yelling. So that's not a mitzvah. So it was, and some of Hashem suggests, very interesting. Mahalach, but I think this might be the, of all the possibilities, might be the emis. She had in her Dalaramis, or in the next tent, the Gadl Hadar, Himsak, and everything else for that matter. And she could have asked him, and she didn't. It's clear she didn't, because Yaakovino had no clue that she took it, or else he wouldn't have said the Klala. So the Klala, Kilas Chinam, and from a tzaddik is dangerous and Zev is a gerim, and there were other issues why she wasn't Zechat with him and she died young but she could have asked Yaakov and she didn't she thought it was so pushed she didn't ask what would have happened had she asked if you say this prat you got to say Zahav Mina that her Mahalach was wrong or Maskana so she didn't have a Mina to ask and she didn't ask and she could have asked and therefore even though she meant well but it's a mistake and we only Forgive mistakes, so we forgive mistakes quicker if you ask than the mistake is on somebody else. She never asked. So what would the answer have been? What would Yaakovino have said? Well, Yaakov didn't need this. Um, didn't, didn't need a steal. Yeah, there's plenty of ammunition against this. Yeah, so the two reasons why she stole them. One is protection, self-preservation, because the truffin are like a crystal ball, and, and, but the crystal balls today are just crystal balls, if they're even crystal. Then he knew, and they didn't want him to know they were running and where they were. But there were also Avarazaras. She wanted to keep him away from Avarazara. So why would Yaakov say that's not a good plan? So you're saying he can protect himself. That's also the first reason. That's true. I think uh, what's going on over here is the fact that, uh, unfortunately, for your average run-of-the-mill Avarazara, even big-time Avarazara like Lavan or Machashev, you can fabricate these gods whenever you want. Any hour of the day, any morning, just go. They had these shops. Terach used to own one before Abimavino got to it. I'm like, what are you going to do? It's not live neighbor, it's Trey of the Naira, if I can remind everybody. And like, he'll make some more. So you're temporarily, okay, it's aggravating. And for three hours, you won't do it. That's a Milo, three hours, and nobody's all right until he gets to the shop. Got to find his credit cards. Uh, okay, but that, for that, she doesn't have to risk. Remember, Yaakovina's calling card is the Emmis that even though he ripped him off a hundred times, he never took a pin. And he told him that on the spot. What are you running after me? I never did anything. I never took a tin. What son of Lord? I didn't walk out with anything. And unfortunately, she was sitting on the Ketchkas. So Yaakovinu might have said no 
because it's not worth it. We're not mechuyiv. There's no arvis between goyim. Part of the cure of chiyiv is arvis, and all things being equal, I would take that as us. If we do something, it's not really going to do anything over here. We don't need the protection, so don't do it. That could have been the answer. If that could have been the answer, then the shadow should have been asked. So that makes, if that shot is true, the Zilberstein, one of his farms, mentions Shem Halak, and I thought, everybody talks about this, and it's a good kasha. I think that's the simple answer. And if you say that, then the Maisa with Rachel and the punishment afterwards has nothing to do with this. Over here, she is clearly, she said so, she's going to use this money for Avodazar. So Micha at that point should have said, oh, I was going to give it back, and that was a real true tshuva. I'm sorry I'm a Ghana, but now I can't give it to you. That's, Farsham don't discuss this because he wasn't holding there apparently, but he wasn't an active of it yet, or he was a Baal tshuva because he was the same Micha that crossed the Yamsa of Vudya Vodazar, but now he wasn't into it. Clearly he wasn't into it because the next Pasuk He's going to say, okay, I'm giving it back. I'm not giving it back. It's in the room, and I'm going to hand it to you. I made a Kenyan. What we discussed last week is Ashavaz Aveda or Geneva of some sort. And he doesn't really want to be involved because this unsavory aspect of you can use it for what? And that's good. He did, didn't want it, but can he give it back? And should he have gone to the room and made them disappear so she can't do this? So you say, what does it help? She's an Ovid of Odazar. Anyway, Be'etzen. The answer here would help, yes. If they didn't have, that's why, that's why I introduced. They're wealthy, I don't know. They have some money somewhere, but it wasn't pouring out of the safe. And Haraya, she said, this I'm going to be maktish, so to speak, and we're going to get a real good one. But apparently that wasn't nice in the So he should not have given back this money which comes up in other places. You've got to start from Rochley Man and we'll explain that. And there are many other pshatim there, and then people who are holding contraband that they shouldn't be giving back to the owners. When should they give it back? And when they shouldn't give it back is an issue, and that comes up in life. And you've got to first figure out, how much trouble you're going to get into. Do you have to get a kanas? Do you have to get arrested for doing that? Uh, clearly not. It's a complicated sugi, but over here he should not have given it back. And he would have explained to his mother, had he known this mitchila, he probably wouldn't have even had to admit it and just put it back in the family account somehow. But it's too late for that. So he's not happy at this point. Pasik him, and all of a sudden turn around the very next Pasik, and he gets used to it, as we explained last week. He didn't like it, maybe he even said something, and then um, it's in the house, and you know what? First you stay in the next room, then you stay Dalamas away, and then uh, why don't we check it out? And such is the Yitzhahara. You move closer and closer, and all of a sudden it's not so bad, and first I'll dive in Shacharis, and then I'll make a wish at the well, which used to be pure Avodazar. Next time you're about to throw a penny in, save your pennies. They add up. If you remember, that's where it's from. That made it into the Sefer. I already have many things I want to add, but that made it <laughs> wishing wells at your average Rockefeller Plaza or pick your Mokum. <laughs> looks very pristine. Water? What could be wrong with water? Good old-fashioned water? It might be our Bamsa there. A lot of water in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we Jews don't throw money anywhere. <laughs> and that's a telltale sign, is Chukosayim. 
You can look it up now that you have one. It's, it's in the back there. That's obvious that that doesn't come from us, and that's classic Chukasayim. Go figure. So, Micha now is getting much too comfortable. He gets the family involved. The Amali is Yad Achad is that he was Machanech, quote unquote, Rashi uses the word, and he initiates his son, and his son now is the working Galach until the next Yupsukim when the Ben Levi comes, who's in his eyes, a tremendous upgrade because um, they're not living him and they're not kaying him. And if you want a good galach, at least get him from the right tribe. <coughs> so he's going to feel very good about what's the, about to transpire. And apparently his son's going to understand that he doesn't have the job anymore soon because he's not from the right shave and we could do much better. Which brings us to Pasuk Vav. This Pasuk is going to appear more than once. And... It's going to appear more than once in Pesel Micha. It's going to appear again by Pelegish Begiva more than any other time. It's appeared before. But to emphasize that most of Klai Yisrael is doing the right thing, but when you have the bad apples and bad things going on or about to transpire, somebody's got to put their foot down. And as we discussed yesterday about humility, a lot of people just look the other way and say, Amani, Miani. Amelech's job is not to look the other way. And he's here to uphold Yadus, the Maseira, enforce the Halacha when necessary. Lishbar Yad Rishi Yisrael, as the Rambam says. That's the Rambam's uh, golden medium. It's Lishbar Yad Rishi Yisrael, just uh, for the record, in case anybody talks to Har about the Rambam and everything he stood for about running Klai Yisrael. And for the one-off where this happens. Most of the did the right thing even in the bad times. But when this comes up, if you had a Melech Yisrael, this would not have spread. And it will spread because there's no Melech yet. Remember, we have two Mahalchim, Radak and Rashi and many others. When are we talking about? After Shimshin, the vacuum after Shimshin, either while he's in jail or after he's killed, till Eli and Shmuel, and then Shalom Melech. Shalom Melech, despite the mistakes, did an excellent job in holding the line and keeping things firm and not allowing any of this stuff to go on. And he did an excellent job. He was at Tzadik Yisrael Elam. And Ailey did uh, what he could, did a good job overall, obviously. He was the Gadol Adar and he trained Shmuel, but Shmuel was the one that made the changes and introduced the possibility of paving the way for Malchus. So this vacuum in between, that's according to the Doc Coin to Rashi, was the vacuum between Yeshua Ben-Nun and Asnil Ben-Kanaz at the very beginning. Either way, Isha Yashabain of Yasa means that if you have somebody doing the wrong thing, there are going to be enough people who know about it that it's a problem, but not enough people who know about it that are going to do something about it. Especially, picture this context. Go back to what he did for Clyde. What is he known as? Oh, that's the guy who has that free hotel. Yeah, something funny going on there. Just you check out in the living room over there. Just picture what's the schmoozing when somebody goes and leaves, even they didn't do a photo said, yeah, that, that's really not right. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that, the second minion. It was probably at the minion after this man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what's uh, the funny thing? Yeah, you should really say something. He says, yeah, you should really say something. I can imagine the conversation. <laughs> yeah, somebody should say something, though. Everybody agreed to that. Okay. But that's, uh, and this guy said, uh, me? I'm not a, you're a Balmadrig. I'm a Benini. You, know, you say something. 
Okay, right, right. Breakfast was in a different room until it wasn't. Yeah, and then you can carry your waffles to the other room. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just describing that I'm trying to be miyashiv belamitzchus. These are good people, and I'm sure they had minyanim there and they had food. I'm sure they benched. And then in the other room, there was something that they couldn't figure out. What's that doing here? Until they got more comfortable and more comfortable. And uh, okay, you know, life is good or life is tough and I've got to travel. I'm traveling by foot. I'm trying to close a deal and it's on the way and I'm glad he had some lemonade and have a nice day. So people think New Yorkers aren't friendly. Why? What does that what have against New York? I'm not saying New Yorker Jews. I'm saying New Yorkers in general. Anytime you have a big city where people are busy, or they think they're busy, right? so they don't concentrate. Uh, you have a guy who comes in, a guest. as a guest. We've got five million people here. We don't, uh, we're not marshal guests. If you go way out of town, you go to a small village in Kentucky, and you show up, they're going to smile and take an interest. Southern hospitality is there not because they're in the South. It's because no one else is in the South. <laughs> I don't want to, I'm not here to defend New York. I'm just explaining what's going on here. I, I, I've traveled a lot. I, I go to, a, certainly in the front community, and that's natural. I come into an airport. There's a guy who's 16 miles down the terminal, and somehow he saw me. I can't figure out why. Maybe the hat may be a little taller. And there's a guy running, dashing across the airport. And finally, I catch his eye when he's within 10,000 feet. And he's running and running and running, figuring he needs something. Maybe he needs a center. Maybe a, who knows what. Uh, maybe he's coming to offer me some food. And he finally catches up to me. And he gives me a shalom aleichem, almost a hug. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, there are probably more people that remember when I was here last time. And he has a kasha on the shear or something. But I don't know who it is. And after a while, I can't figure it out. I say, by the way, did we ever meet before? He's, sometimes they say, yeah, and he has a shayla from the last time, and sometimes says, no. So I said, they're very friendly. He said, we don't see many people like you around here. <laughs> so that's great. That's understandable, and that's fine. But can you imagine, uh, he gave everybody a very nice warm welcome, and they had hanah, and um, he didn't ask them to do any of errors. He wasn't like in your face. And yeah, there's a strange thing that looks like an Avodazara. It says, yeah, we really shouldn't have that here. Like, almost, almost spoils it, almost. But the waffles were good, and they actually had little benches there, and we were Kaveya Suda, and everything else is Kadasa Kadin. Shiloh, what you do with the waffles? But that's, uh, we'll get to that that night. And uh, what? Yeah, the Mazanus waffles, yeah. And he had even some Amitzi bread, and uh, it was good. Life is good. But that's not the way it works. And that's what this Pusik is. Uh, can't get used to things. And a lot of the topic we're going to discuss today and next week is Mikhtar Malio. It's a very, very powerful shtickle on getting used to things that you should be doing something about. Not that you're here to police the world, but there are situations you say something, uh, you can actually make a ration if enough people say it and then realize, you know, Taka, the emperor is not wearing any clothing and uh, there's something wrong with this picture. But that, otherwise, you can't understand. How did this thing happen? How does this grow to this extent? And I'm just saying over Chazal, because I guess the plague is begiva, nobody knew what happened because it was the middle of the night, but he's going to send UPS body parts to all over Israel and acquit everybody's attention. And then they assembled and mobilized very quickly and had a war. And that was right, even though it was morbid. And the kitrick was, where were you by Pesach just remember that. That's why I'm starting with this now. We're going to see that then. 
is that you can't, you all knew, enough people knew for a long time this is going on. You can't just say, yeah, but he's got he's an ish chesed and there's a nice operation going on. Let the Gemara and Chalik say that about his char and where that's going to get him with a token on the train to Elam Haba, where it will or won't. But that's not your business. So you could say thank you for the thing. And say, by the way, because you're such a Baal chesed, I say, yid, the fellow, yeah, I want to help you out. That's fine. It doesn't, you say it a nice way. You have to clobber him in the first place. Say it a nice way. And uh, I'm, I'm here. I wouldn't have, I have such a curse, I tell you. I want to help you. But everybody got used to it. So we're going to get back to that theme soon. Let's just see another few psukim to see the Ben Levi introduced, unfortunately, Pasuk Zion. So Rashi brings two possibilities. What's the Pasha shot here? Rashi says it's Pashas Yehuda. Mina'im, which means Mishpacha, over here often means Mina'av. So who Levi Mina'im, the Gersim Rashi is? We know based on later Pasuk, it has some Shaykhs Levi'im. Well, this Pasuk says he had Mishpacha Yehuda. So which is he, Shevet Yehuda or Shevet Levi? So first shot in Rashi is who Levi Mina'im, which you understand why the second shot Rashi's going to bring down from the Gemara Bal Basra, Mishpacha Saim Enikuri Mishpacha. Usually, Mishpacha for Yichus, for the Shefik, goes after the father, not usually, always. Usually, the Pusik makes that reference. So, even though we'd much rather go with the first shot because it's a lot more comfortable, because one of the things that's very difficult to handle over here is this is a grandson of Meshur Abena. Not necessarily a direct Taina Meshur Abena, of course, but still. And we're going to learn a lot about him, as we will about Micha. Chazals have uh, a way of opening up the sugya with different angles. You've got to collect all the Chazals and give them a halach. But he's not a bad person, and he actually does a significant amount. Significant, maybe is too good a word. But not a small amount of Kirov while he's the Galach, the base of Arazar. That was uh, yesterday's Shabbos afternoon shir, for those who weren't here. Uh, maybe it's better. That wasn't recorded uh, because it was only a chatzi share. But those understood. Kirov is a wonderful schus and it's a chayv kaddish. And you've got to be careful what's rubbing off in your direction and what you're agreeing to and giving a hashash nepal on. And that's extremely important because everything ends up being like a harasha. What you're doing sometimes is warranted, but harasha needs a psak every time in every scenario. He paskin this harasha for himself, and he's going to stay a long time with the issue in his mind that, well, there are people come here, and I sort of tell them, you want to worship this? And he's a paid employee, besides the Cheshem Mishpah over there, which, which <laughs> again, we just finished saying, you don't have to get back the money to over Azar, so, but he's taking money for this day in and day out, and he's going to be miyashiv that if somebody else is here, they really wouldn't convince them out of anything. And I'm here, at least I'm stopping a few people, and I, which he did, I'm sure. Successfully, not successfully, partially successful. There were many in the 1940s, 30s, 20s, 50s, part of the 60s, with Miss Burma in this country. You knew this was coming, but I, I'm not here to, you know, they were wrong, clearly, and they end up leading to Kfira, and the kids usually were not on the derech at all. Not to infer that they were, but if you have somebody who thinks he's Shabbos Shabbos and takes a position in a conservative or otherwise, uh, there's no chilik now. Just then it was gradations, but it wasn't. If you reject something, Taramisina, it's an apikarish. How many of you Gimelani Mamans you're rejecting? But uh, the Limut's chus was uh, if I'm here, I can be a of them and, 
and that'll be better. The next guy who uh, came for this problem, uh, he was really bad news. You, th- you think I'm not so yeshiva, so we'll look at the next guy. And they took it and they stayed. Were there cases where they had successes for Yechidim? I'm sure. Does that justify being there? Not really. So that was a problem. Do you remember sort of things from the 1920s? Uh, I know, you remember. <laughs> okay, that's why I was taking my decades. I kept moving it up. Uh, yeah, but it's phased out now, but Nebuch, it's so far. It's so far left, there's no, there were gradations, that was just a mirage. It was, if you're a kefir, if you reject anything, Terry Messina, you're, you're not with the program. But then there was a, um, it was a facade that there was a havamina that they're really uh, on this side. It's not. Did he mean, well, yeah. Uh, could you do some good? Yeah, but if you're doing a lot of damage and there's some good. The Ben Levy here, we're going to be going into these sugyas. These are heavy sugyas. Ben Levy was not right. I'm just being malamis chuz due to his inherent chashivas and the fact that he will become, he will become from at the end. Completely. He was always from. He was Shammah Shabbos while he was there when they were davening. And in the base of others, they were davening. I'm making alamichir, benching on the waffles and whatever else, the Mazinus rolls. But it was also to be there. So, and when he comes, we're going to see the offer now. The first answer was loy with an olive. Like, what are you crazy? Are you asking me to come a galach and a base of Azar? Do you know who I am? I'm a regular from Shammah Shabbos guy, and I happen to have yichus, which that and a token will also get you on the train. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Is this, is this a riot that, uh, that it had to be in the beginning of Shoftim? Because otherwise it would be a few hundred years old? Their Micha wouldn't be that old if it's the beginning, because he was a baby in Mitzrayim. He's a grandchild of Moshe. Yeah. And he had to be 20, less than 20 when Moshe ate by the Moshe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it fits better. They're not they're that old. It's not going to help for the Ben Levi because he's going to be, we're going to see Psukim. He was around till the very end of this whole operation of this whole temple. Yeah, and then some. Right? I de- yeah, we just had him. He's the one who man- ran to Moshe Rabbeinu. It's the elder of Meidah, the beam is not Yeshua said, put him in jail. Yeshua. Well, he, Levim weren't, weren't from the Mesa Midbar. They didn't die. They came to Israel. Yeah. Levim didn't die. But he was just, we, just, we just learned about him just now. Or if you're in Israel two weeks ago. Uh, they are, it's not Levim went in. Levim went in. So he, was, he will be old by the end of this uh, story because there, when you put all the other Chazals together, he's going to stay a long time. But just you have to understand at the beginning the mindset, like what's going on, or what's the Havamin? So the answer is the Havamin has been done before and again. Uh, it's horrible, and then you get used to it, and you stay, and then you miyash of it, and, and cure is very important, which it is, uh, but you got to know on whose turf and uh, what you're giving a Hesher temple to. And this giving a Hesher temple, he was so thrilled to have him because he said, now this temple is really going to get off the ground. I got a, it's not, not Sama Ben Levi. First of all, he's the right Shavit. At least he's a Masharis. And now look who I got. And he's going to say it today. I think. We'll get to it. So again, the Rashi says, that's the reference to Yehuda, not that he was from Shevet Yehuda. Menashe, unfortunately, goes down from Malchei Beis David as the Chaiti Amachti Sarabim. If you recall from the Shir over here, he did Tshuva, tried to undo the damage, did a pretty good job, but there's still a lot of damage. Machlekes in the Gemara, whether he went to Elam Haba or not, and 
Rabbi Yechon, the Maskana says he did, and he happens to be, according to one medrash, the head of the chamber for the Valley Tshuva. But Lamaisa, Vishasa Maisa Menashe, is historically, he did it for many, many decades, and he enforced it with the Kayach of the king, which is supposed to be used in the opposite direction. Shabbat Yehuda, Kara Meshbach Yehuda, Vuhu Levi, Ben Gershem, Ben Mesha, Rabbeinu Haya, Kameshem Befurish, Binyan, which we will see later on in the Pasuk, and that's the Gemara Bab Basra. Yeah, but we're just saying you want to give an example of, yes, didn't happen yet, he wasn't even born, and still has Bechira. This is just uh, taking what Hashem knows will happen, Lamaisa, and putting the Remis in the Pasuk here. Yes, it wasn't even close. Again, Pasuk Zayim, V'yinarmi Be'eslachim Yudah, Meshbachas Yehuda, V'ulevi, V'hu Gar Sham, V'yelach Ha'ish, meaning he started off in the Erlevium, where a Levi is supposed to start off if he holds he's a Levi. Begs the question, why did he stay in the Erlevium? Pasuk is going to say he's looking for Panasa. Part of his particular Yetzirah, and everybody's Yetzirah, but what caused the damage over here, he was not inherently suffering from Sveikas and Amuna. And he was not looking to do a and certainly to be part of an operation of the Sechatim But he was searching for a Panasa, or better Panasa, in the ear Levi that he was. It wasn't going. No, so that's the first shot. Well, we're going to work mostly with the second shot, because most of the Chazals are on the fact that he was Ben Gersh and Ben Mesha. And it's Masha to also cover the Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not hiding it because Chazal spell it out, but it shouldn't be said over each time. And why was he short Panasa? Again, for the context, without any audits, it's hard to figure out the exact uh, financial matzav. Not of Micha, not of the Ben Levi, but whatever it was, the Ben Levi thought it wasn't enough, and he's willing to travel, which was very difficult then. And you show up somewhere and nobody knows you. Okay, he was well known, but still. He apparently didn't want to just take a handout because he had Yichus and he was looking for a Panasa. And for some reason it wasn't going. That was his Nisayan in life. Was it Ba Mayim Ad Nafesh that it was Takanas Tafashis? I don't think so. I'd like to say so, but I don't think so. And there's no Chazal that says that because otherwise it wouldn't be a Taina on him, even though it's still Yahar Vayavar to get into Avodazara and be the Galach. It was fair. And probably had a family, doesn't say. But he probably had a family to support, and it wasn't going. So he leaves his natural habitat, and he's traveling. And when you travel in those days, you come to this free hotel, because everybody came to this hotel as they were on the road. This is in the center of Eretz Yisrael. And that's what the Pesach describes in Ches. Where's he going? He has no clue. But he's going to settle down somewhere, wherever it will work for him. He does not plan, doesn't have a havamin of settling there. Nobody did. It was a free hotel, but you couldn't, there's a chutzpah to say, I'm moving in here. This is good. Nobody, that's not normal. And uh, he's on his way, and he doesn't have much food. And this, um, to pay for the local Sheraton is not going to work with his budget. And he stops in. Pasuk test. You have to imagine the way the Pusik is said. He was friendly to everybody, but he probably realized either he looked familiar or somebody told him, look who's here, 
or he was friendly and then he found out very quickly who's here. But either way, it wasn't lost upon him and he's going to seize the opportunity. So again, Mayim Tava could mean where you're from, where you're going, and I don't know who you are, or there are rumors who you might be, I want to verify, or I know who you are, but I'm entering the conversation, so you could tell me who you are. Uh, either Pshat, any one of these Pshatim could be correct, and it doesn't make a difference because when he confirms it, he's going to act upon it. Right away, gives an offer on the spot. I have a great idea. This is normally temporary quarters for the visitors. I think you are perfect. I was just looking for somebody. My son's doing it now, but he's just a regular Yisrael, and we really want to upgrade. And you're a Levi, and uh, it's not Stama Levi. Can you join us? And it's not a starting position. We have to work your way up the corporate ladder. I want to give you the top job. I will train you. He's offering training. Uh, What training you need over here? So... Uh, let me dwell on that for a moment. The reason why, just see the Yitzhahara working so brilliantly over here. He's a Levi. What do Levim do? What are they supposed to be doing? Levim are here and they're spread all over Yitzhahara to teach, to teach, to learn, to raise the Ruchnias. So when he pitched it, he said that, you know, uh, we can use somebody as smart and choshev as you, and this was standard if you can afford it. That's why I mentioned, I think there was some money here on the side. Uh, if you had before official schooling in yeshivas, depending on what they can afford, but everybody made sure to afford something because Klaiswell understood Talmud Terry Kulam and that's the of the kids. So you had a family, you had kids at home. How did you school them? Where'd you find the Rebbe? So you found a Malamid, and either you hired him and he was in town, if you're in a big city, if you were a farmer and you could afford it. You found somebody and you asked them to move in. The farms are very far apart. And a lot of people live like this. And they just moved in. And it was a great thing for him, great for the family. He raised the whole Meshbacha and became a member of the family. Not for Avodazar, for Talmud Torah, for Ruchnius, and sometimes for Minyan, which even with him they often didn't have if they're out in the Bundaks. So the offer in Micha's mind, Micha was still somewhat from. He's sliding quickly. And the Ben Levy's mind is, you're talented and you have a lot to offer. Can you imagine just Ben Astarm, the stories he can tell? <laughs> just as an aside. People would hire him just for that. And uh, they didn't write him down. So we'll never know. We have one from this week's Pasha with Gershom. But can you imagine having something like this around? So Micha understood talent. He said, why don't you stay here? Vehayali la'av ulachayin. Love means you're gonna we're gonna look up to you. We're gonna train the family, and he probably meant it on some level. And lachayin doesn't have to mean the terrible thing it's going to end up being. It means as a person who's helping us in our vayis Hashem. What did Micha mean exactly? If you interviewed him, depending who was doing the interview, he would probably say a little of both. Or he would say no, no, the ruchni is, but he had to mind that, or it grew on him. One thing's for sure, Farshim point out the levy he's talking to understands, oh, you need a malame, you need a rebbe, and you want somebody mashpia, and he's a levi, he can probably sing, and also tell amazing maise sadikim, it's gavaldik. It says, uh, if you can afford to pay, and he needs a panasa. So he offers him the job. And 
end of the year, he's giving a whole year's salary at the end of the year. So his kesef obviously is a lot of money. It's not the money because he's covering room and board. Full set of clothing. And everything you need for your cuisine. Now, I'd like to tell you, but I'm not because it's not true, means he sensed there was something about part of the job, the Avodah I'm sure he didn't say right away, I want you to be a Galach, and we're not learning anything over here, and we barely dive it. I'm sure he didn't say that. But he probably saw that thing in the back room. So I'd like to tell you, Halevi means he says, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'd like to tell you that. But I'm not going to tell you that because it's not true. We try to say the truth in this year. And I'm mentioning it because all the Mepharshim say, Vayelech means Vayelech Achar Atzasa. And he discussed it and he liked the idea and he agreed. I'm, yeah, but I'm pointing out there are a lot of ways to say that in Lashon HaKadosh. The word Vayelech, I'm convinced, is a remiss to the fact that his first reaction in his mind was, I better get out of here. This is ridiculous. I, just, I, know, I know where he's going with this. And that was the first reaction. And the Mepharshim do point out, the only reason he didn't do that in his mind is that uh, he wants a malamid, he wants a mashbiyah. He's got this funny thing in the back. You know what? That's what a mashbiyah is. Now I'm coming, I'm going to teach them to raise the ruchniyas of the house. That's what I'm here for. So we'll get rid of the TV. Just well, some, we'll get to, give me some time. TV's passe. That's the thing, a box that had all sorts of things on it. They, what looks like a computer but with... Uh, so he said, well, we'll get to it. He never got to it, and he ended up being Mashiris. He actually was in charge of giving it flour and oil. I don't know how you get that in the screen, and you'll say that's a funny muscle. It's not a funny muscle. It's the same thing. That idol was trying to get some flour and oil into that. It's not going to do you much good. And he used to tell people that. But Lamaisa, he's there, and he's the Mashiris. But his first reaction, and I think that's the rem is, Vayilach, Everybody explains means but it's an interesting word to use. It sounds like his initial reaction was there's something rotten over here, but they're looking for somebody to raise the Ruchnias, so you gotta do some Kiruv and uh, we're gonna try it. Which is not a good move for him or for Micha. But the offer was very enticing and that's why he was traveling. Pasiget Aleph, speaking of words that have strong Ramazim, Vayel Halevi Lashevis Esaish, does that sound familiar? Yeah, we're going to have the whole Mechtan which I said we might or might not get to, but Mechtan is going to attach it to Moshe Rabbeinu because Chazal do attach it. What does this have to do with Moshe Rabbeinu? What mistake on Moshe Rabbeinu's level was made that could come out later in his descent? didn't come out Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, the few mistakes we have were calculated mistakes and what? The Erev Rav, yeah, but these are all mistakes. The Kenim Komaveras, the Moshe Rabbeinu was to task and didn't get into Israel, but those are the Averis to Moshe Rabbeinu were trying to figure out what the Averis were and the uh, Malach and the Mepharshim varied, we can't even find them this is not Beferish that Vayel Meshul Shevaz Ish was a mistake but the problem that comes out over here with his grandson was due to a mistake on some level of Moshe Rabbeinu and that has to be explained which will take us a couple of weeks but it's very Nogea to every Dar not just this Levi and but it's not lost on Chazal, obviously. Now notice, Mepharshim point out, what was the original offer? You're going to be the Rebbe, and you're going to be the Malamed, and you're going to raise the Ruchnius. And right away, Micha, when he, Micha saw he accepted the job, knowing where he's going with it, 
he was downgraded right away. He wasn't going to be a Mashbiya, and they weren't looking to learn from him. And he became one of the people of the families. Instead of his son doing the Avodah he's now the Galach. Just by saying yes, he didn't do anything yet. But the Pasuk says right away, that sounds warm and fuzzy. That's not. It's not warm or fuzzy. It's very bad. The preceding Pasuk says, you could be to me like an owl. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I just said. Right. It was downgraded very quickly, and it didn't even... It says, Havmin is, oh, they're going to look up to me. I'm going to be much We're going to get rid of the stuff in the back room. It's all going to be good. And all of a sudden, he's a member of the family. So that's a slippery slope, but that took a day, a week, a month. It didn't take years. The Yamale Micha, the Pussy spells it out in your base and your Gimel. Male Micha as Yada Levi, Vihila, Nara Lachain, meaning he's running the operation of the Hebe base Micha. Fayama Micha, Ate Yadati. He said to himself and he declared it, and he was so happy. He's looking, people look for a Muslim in Ashamayim to their Mahalakan life. So he said, Oh, if I had any Suffolk, his Yetzah Taiv was gnawing at him. I suppose the Yetzah her gnawing at him. <laughs> his Yetzah Taiv was on a good day, Micha's been around. <laughs> Says, you know, uh, I've uh, got an operation over here that's growing, and uh, it's got to center around the pestle. This is not so posh, but I was masupi because whatever Milo's he thought it had, he says, Hashem brought not Stam Alevi, but uh, the, the most Miyuchas diga Ben Levi around, and he agreed to stay. This must be better than I thought. Which is not true. You can't look for Raya's Menashemayim for a Kroma Psak, Kroma Derech. Uh, but that's what happens over here. He knows Yadati. He knows for sure. He convinced himself. We've got a lot more good times coming. We've got a lot of schar coming. Yadati seems to be a shadowy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was better. <laughs> a lot better. As a matter of fact, very different, but yeah. Yisro, one thing you can't take away from Yisro, he was searching for the MS for many decades, and he got there, except for the tiny little request and mistake and deal he's going to make a Mishra banner, which we'll yet get to. But over here, here he's completely off. I got a levy for a Kayin. Go say that in a sound bite. Well, what good is a lady for a kain? You need a kain. The answer is that he would have been singing all day. That that is not. I got a lady though, and I got a miyuchas dig a lady. Mamish kavaldik. What? The ship is coiled, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's um, what he had in his mind again. All the other brothers are then, if they're still shamer shabbos, which he was. He said, no, Hashem is mask him to this. I'm not going to do something against Hashem, but just, you know, a little aside. The powers to be, you want every other of said. Yeah, because it's, uh, he's pretty far off the derech already. So when he says it, again, every of it was our, even the ones today will say, no, we believe in the one God. What he had in his mind, but where, yeah, when the Apicarist says it, it no longer means Hashem. That's the point, Yaakov, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They always had a Yishuv. They had from Chet Egel onwards. Yes, the people of Chet Egel, besides the hardcore Arab Rob, they said, no, 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 just Moshe is late, so we need to have that open line of communications, and it's all about communications. Uh, no, it's Avodazar and it's a Chiyav Misa. But that's, well, Dar Darnish made that mistake. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, but they all thought like that. But especially Micha, at the, at the beginning of this operation, this lady, this lady said, yeah, these people need a slight correction. We're going to work on that. But work on it, not work on it, uh, it's going to go completely in the wrong direction and grow. Yeah? Can we say this the whole thing was like a, a regular, even 
That's my limit's chus, but... The whole thing you see is like that. He, first with the money, he's like, oh, I should, I should. And then he's like, you know, we'll have this thing, it's going to be good. And then, you know, basically just got derailed. In all the uh, derailed uh, in, from one pasik to the next. I mean, he should have realized, Yohaimi is the Malamed, and I'm calling the shots of Ruchnius. And the next day, he said, uh, the flowered oils over there, that big guy in the back, that uh, heavy set fellow, is uh, whatever they, that particular photo looked like. And, uh, you know, make sure the customers bring him some good stuff and, uh, and get involved. And uh, he said, Well, what do you mean? Why are we learning Gemara with the kids? He said, yeah, Later. You see that in human operations today. They start doing something like, oh, let's... Yeah, some, of them, some of them are very good, and some of them, uh, you need pikuach all the time. Uh, they, they're supposed to have a das terror. That's uh, doing it most of the time, they do. But you've got uh, to be careful. Over here, it's, uh, it's off the tracks already, unfortunately. And uh, we will, Mitzvah Shem, get to the Rav Desla, the Mifta Leo, next week. So if everybody listening online, if you could find it between now and next week, page 154.